making like more adult decisions to like yeah. go to bed, go not to drink bed. as much, like things like that. Drink I think. water, eat yeah. healthy. Stop yeah. dating fuckboys, like things ah. like that. Hey babies, welcome to the Dr. Beauty Podcast hosted by me, Dr. Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. Welcome, babies. I'm here with Taylor Jean Steffen, and she is a beauty and style editor historically at E, but she's going to tell us now, who do you write for? Yeah, so I'm freelance now, so I write for a bunch of different publications. I write for Women's Wear Daily, Cosmo, Oprah, The Zoe Report. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of bounce around everywhere. So so everyone's trying to bend your ear, right? All the time. All trying to, the time. <laughs> yeah. I'll be calling you later. <laughs> no, so what kind of, um, what what is your focus are you on skincare mostly or it's interesting so I've been freelancing procedures? yeah I've been freelancing for two years and it's kind of evolved mm-hmm. I a lot of what I do is shopping e-commerce content yeah. so a lot of shopping roundups product reviews mm-hmm. and right now I'm doing a review of a treatment have you heard of soft wave it's like uh-huh. a non-invasive skin tightening so I'm doing yeah. a review of that uh, and so I do a mix of pitching stories and then getting assignments. So it's a little all over the place. Okay, yeah. So when you, but it's all in the beauty world, it's all which in the is beauty world. important because <laughs> yeah. we're on the Dr. Beauty podcast. My favorite topic. Uh, I always say this podcast is not just about beauty, but this time it's a lot about beauty. So wink, wink, you've come to the right place. Uh, so when you say you do product reviews, like how do you how do you review a product? I'd like to know. Yeah. So I. I, so I have a lot of relationships with brands and PR firms uh-huh. that represent brands. So a really cool part of my job is that I get sent a lot of products. Yeah. So everything I get sent, I don't necessarily write about. Exactly. So a lot of stuff I'm reviewing on social media mm-hmm. and then the stuff that I do like or if it fits for a story, I'll place it in one of my roundups or uh-huh. a full-on product review. Uh, and it's really just these days, it's about just giving honest feedback on, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm right now I'm working on a story for Birdie and I'm reviewing 22 different liquid eyeliners. Wow. So, Is that why your eyeliner looks so bomb today? You guys you. look at it. It's so pretty. Don't look too close. I, <laughs> it's I, bright blue and it looks phenom. phenom. I did it in the car and I am getting better at it, but that's it so good. Thank you. <laughs> this one's the NARS one and it's one of my favorites. Stunning. Yeah. And it matches your eye color. But anyway, if, you, if you're just listening, just visualize this. Go ahead. So you were saying, so you're, you're testing out so, eyeliners right now. So that one's a little like tedious. I'm obviously trying out so many different eyeliners and how many things can you say different uh, about, about each one? Yeah, but uh, actually I'm so picky. I could probably do something like that because like this one's too cakey. This one doesn't last yeah. all day. This one's hard to apply. This one has a great applicator. Yes, yes. So probably stuff like that. Or I had a rash from this one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No Which rashes is pretty yet. common. Yeah, I haven't had any yet. Oh, good. <laughs> Okay, th- how many eyeliners are you trying? I'm 22. 22. And they're all liquid, it. but... I love it. Yeah, I don't Where can people follow you to get this information? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram mostly. Uh-huh. Tay Jean is my handle. Tay Jean. So that's where you can find me. <laughs> yeah, you guys follow her. And so it's like, that's what happens to me. People send me stuff yeah, all the time. Yeah, sure. And um, I used to do unboxings more frequently. Yeah. So if y'all are listening, the ones that send it, I used to just do it. And, you know, I realized, oh, I'm endorsing something I haven't tried yet. Mm-hmm. So now I... I 
take it home and try it or I'll have someone try it in our office because mm-hmm. there's just too many well, and that's, um, products yeah. to try. And I can't switch that often. Mm-hmm. And so because I worry about getting an allergic reaction, I'm very sensitive, yeah. uh, sensitive skin. Yeah. And so then, then if if someone on the team says this stuff is amazing, then I try it and then I'll talk about it. But it's kind of, it's kind of daunting sometimes to get these boxes of products. Yeah. I feel like it's a a good problem. No, it is. I mean, I feel the same way. A lot of times I'll post unboxings and Mm -hmm. then I'll see people in real life and they'll be like, Hey, what did you think of that? Cause I do, I also don't always have time to get around to doing Uh a full review of it. Yeah. So I am always trying to share that information, but with it's, it is, I'm trying so many different things at once that it's hard to get like a fair full on review, but yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> I think it's, it's like an art. It's like its own, um, it's its own sort of job mm-hmm. because you, what you could do, I guess, is do the unboxing, mm-hmm. get images of all that, try it. And if you like it, then you have the footage to go back and do the yeah. unboxing. But you know, it's a lot. It's it a is. lot of work, right? Well, and now it's interesting too, because I, I historically am a writer and uh-huh. now with social media, I was kind of late to the social media train, uh-huh. but it's kind of like a crossover of like influencer and social. Yes. So I'm still figuring that aspect of it out just because I spend the majority of my time writing. And uh-huh. so it's kind of hard to find the time to also do that. But the people want to know. So <laughs> it's so worth it. When you got into writing, did you know that this was going to be your passion or did you start out generally writing or creative writing? Or? Yeah, I mean, my path was kind of winding. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, I had no intention of being a writer. I studied art, oh, really? I studied art history in college. Uh, my well, first job out of college, I really, I was uh, actually my first job out of college, I was Cindy Crawford's personal assistant. <gasps> Uh, <laughs> she's so stunning. She's stunning. Still and to this day. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, and it was really cool. To I had no idea what I wanted to do at the time. I was her third assistant. It was a very cool, like, intro to Hollywood, intro yeah. to, like, behind the scenes of what goes on. Uh, and then from— Tell us everything. <laughs> I know. I did sign an NDA, but that was, like, a million years. Like, I have— I, <laughs> there's Does it nothing, still count? I know, right? There's nothing juicy it- to say. She's super lovely. Yeah. Uh, I, they're one of the women I did work with on her team. Uh-huh. She—it's when people ask me, like, oh, what's the best advice that you got, you know, f- grow, like, growing up in the—not—I mean, what's the best advice that you got working in the entertainment yeah. industry? And I actually got a lot of really bad advice that I didn't follow. One of the things. Good. I know. And it's funny because it's one of the things uh, someone that I worked for on her team, who's a lovely person, she had said to me, uh, she was like, Taylor, I know you think your way is best, but you're not paid to think. And I and I think it's really just because wow. when you're doing personal assistant work, it's like you have to do something the, pers- the way of the person you're working for. I could not disagree more. <laughs> I think when you have a personal assistant that you need them to... To do the thinking. No, not do all the thinking, but like be able to think because sometimes you need things done. Like it needs... Solutions need to be found. Yeah, exactly. And so if you have to spoon feed every single piece of information. (laughs) Well, I again, I was... was, Tell uh, me how you... How did you react to that? How did you feel about that? I was... I mean, to be fair, I was the third assistant. So I was like... So you're not... I was the one like running errands. So I think there was that aspect of it. I wasn't like on the big big idea team, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that was the, f- that was actually one of the first times I was like, I want to do something where I am, where I am sharing my opinion and I right. am, you know, stand, like have a stance on something. And that's what I love about writing is that you're paid to have an opinion. <laughs> yes. Isn't it sometimes that when you're going through life, that something happens that upsets you or, or makes you is almost insults you or, mm-hmm 
sets you back to, in in a way, but then you think, God, that that kind of set me in the right direction. It totally it kind like, of yeah, like redirects your redirected track. Yeah. you. Like you're right. I don't want to be the person like. Where that I, doesn't yeah. do the thinking. Yeah. I want to be that person that does the thinking. And there's plenty of people who don't want to. Well, and I, ha- I have a friend who's so. currently a personal assistant, and she loves it because yeah. she loves the structure of it in that sense. So, right. I mean, it's, we're all different. Yeah, no, I know. And it's actually, um, in some ways, having a personal assistant is interesting because you have to give that personal assistant stuff to do. So yeah, you have to delegate. From the, from the other side, you have to be a good delegator with clear instructions and clear be clear about your needs and sometimes uh that can be that can be a challenge yeah I'm sure yeah I just recently hired and then and then well I I expanded someone's role as a personal assistant and I and then I decided just yesterday like oh you know what I'm not giving you enough stuff to do (laughs) like I'm literally drawing at straws of what to have you do so until I need something then we'll just go yeah by project you know because it because you it's an art right leading is an art too and yeah. then also it's me I expect somebody to come when I'm like busy doing a hundred things to go do you need me to do this yeah and so I actually you like have, someone that has yeah more proactive yeah. more like whoa this is what we need let's plug in here it looks like this is what needs to be done you know yeah for so sure maybe I just don't like to think I don't like to <laughs> well, think well it's different with every so, scenario too <laughs> that's right like yeah. each person yeah, yeah what their definitely. flow is Definitely. So how did you, so you, you weren't going into writing, you were going into, you were art history major. Yep. And then how did you find out about your skill at writing? Yeah. So I had, so I, one of the other jobs I was doing like at towards the end of college and then when I was in college and graduating was I was freelancing for an event company in New York. Mm -hmm. And so when they were doing events like, uh, like, Oscars parties, big parties like Chateau Marmont, I would be like Ooh. the girl in charge of the, the door. Yeah. And so that was really cool because I wound up meeting a lot of people just, you know, I was in control of the guest list. Right. So I was talking to a lot of people. And Love. one of the girls that I met was the West Coast editor of Vogue. And she was at the time also an editor at Daily Candy, which is no longer around, uh-huh, uh-huh. but she was, looking, she was looking for an assistant. So yeah. randomly she comes up and is like, who's sitting where, you know, trying to get quotes from people. We start talking. She's like, hey, I'm hiring an assistant. Yeah. So that was kind of how I got into editorial. Mm-hmm. I was at that job. I was making like $12 an hour and like it was like an internship. Starting. essentially. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was really cool because I got, you know, to start writing. I got to learn how to write. I got to go to events. I got to meet, interview a bunch of people. Interesting people. So love. I started to realize, oh, this might be something I want to do. Yeah. I always tell people, you know, if you are trying to become something or you're going somewhere if you, it doesn't really matter how much money you make because you're you're making experience and you're creating mm-hmm. you're creating your own abilities like in not creating but like cultivating. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to take a job that where you make almost nothing or less, and then that's taking you somewhere in life versus a job that makes you more, but it's not taking you anywhere in life. So that's kind of a great example yeah. that just like organically came up because I think I've talked about that on podcasts before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I- just you know bite the bullet when you're younger and don't make a lot, but get great experience. And then, then you can make more. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think I, I was one of those people that moved to LA young and like followed my dreams and did what I wanted to do. I had no game plan, but I knew this is where I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be in that like celebrity world, which I, you know, I've kind of gravitated out of now, but at the Mm -hmm. time it was really where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that didn't do that, that when they, they didn't do what they 
Juan, dreamed like, what their wish. dream was yeah, when yeah. they were young and now that they're, you know, older, my age, in their 30s, they're like too scared and they're kind of already set in their ways. And it's just yeah. kind of like, do it when you're young. <laughs> yeah, that's when you have to get out there yeah. and do it because until you have like adult responsibilities, like real yeah. responsibilities, like family, kids, things mm-hmm. like that. Dogs, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the dogs. Uh, <laughs> you have people to support. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really take risks. It's not just you. It's not just your well-being on the line. Totally. So it's a great time to be brave and just strike out. So that's really cool yeah. that you did that. It was fun. <laughs> so tell us all about like all the celebrities you met. Oh my God. I've met, I honestly, I mean, I've met a lot of celebrities. I worked, so I was at E! News for five years. And yeah. so my desk was like right in front of where they did all of the TV shoots. So like yeah. there was always a show happening. Like I was always in the background of like the shots and whenever they brought in, you know, actors, reality TV stars for like daily pop or anything, I was always there. Always there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times I did, I got to like sit aside with different people and do little like we had like a column called like Beauty Beat and I would ask them what's in their makeup bag. Yeah, Things oh, like that. Yeah, it was cute. Um, but a lot of reality TV stars. I did interview Kim Kardashian on the phone once. Yeah, ooh, um, awesome. There's That's honestly, there's, there's been a lot of people that I've met. I mean, it's been interesting too. I think like, especially as times have evolved, it's a lot more like reality TV stars and like, yeah. especially that are on, you know, daily pop type shows. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. <laughs> So what's coming up for you? What's, what's coming your next up? project? What's coming up for me? I mean, I'm definitely, I'm just taking on more writing contracts. So yeah. it's one of the things as a freelancer, like I said, I've been writing a lot of like product roundups and th- things like that that are more like assignment based. Uh-huh. Something I didn't realize about the freelance world is that the like highest level of freelancing is writing features. Uh-huh. So really writing like bigger format pieces where you have an opinion, like a really big opinion on something. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said, one of the things I'm working on is a review of like a treatment, right. which I really mm-hmm. haven't done a lot of those. So I actually pitched that and it got picked up by InStyle, uh-huh. my first mm-hmm. byline for InStyle. Love. Um, but yeah, I think it's really just like exploring my voice and trying to do more projects that, feel like a little bit heavier of a lift. Yeah. Uh, So what, so walk us through the day uh, in the life of a freelance writer. So, okay. So it's very, uh, there's no one day as no one day as alike. So it's not structured. It's not like the same every day, which it sounds cool. Actually. Yeah. It's not the same every day, but so basically in the beginning of the month, I'll get my assignments mapped out on my calendar and try to make sure they're not like overlapping. So I have enough time to like send out questions and then get the answers back and then do some research or whatever that story requires. Mm-hmm. So making sure that I give myself enough time to write each story. Right. Uh, and then I, every morning pretty much I wake up, I go through my emails. Like I get a ton of emails. I get pitches from PR firms, brands. So really just trying and to- there's s- one going to be tomorrow from Anna Guante. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so no, really. I mean, keeping, keep staying on top of that, like there's so many- new product launches, they sent a lot of times, you know, the cool part of my job is there's mailers being sent out. So I get, yeah. so there's all these really fun products to try out, making mm-hmm. sure that I'm not missing that information. Cause then I have to go to my editors and pitch those stories to them. I see. Uh, so really staying on top of the email, I, I like to batch my time. So I'll, you know, spend an hour or two on emails, uh-huh. spend however much time you need to spend writing that day. Mm-hmm. I also, I also randomly 
over quarantine got certified as a Pilates instructor. Oh, so, I love it. So I teach nine hours a week. So I like throw that in there Ooh, too. I love Pilates. I love Pilates too. It's my it's favorite. The best. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mix that in there too. And that's been really fun. So it's using like a different part of my brain. Yeah. Um, I do, I, like I said, I kind of was late to the game on, on the social stuff, but I am doing a lot more of that because yeah. a lot of times these brands, when they send products out or they want my opinion on something, they then want me to do like a cute little reel or something on mm-hmm, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So fitting those projects in too, as you know, those take a long time to shoot. <laughs> yeah, no, they take a long yeah. time. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. And then pit- and then pitching, like always thinking a month or two ahead and pitching new story ideas. So you have a constant flow. Because I have, I have like so many streams of five or six streams of income, which as a freelancer is like, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for that when I started freelancing. I was used to like corporate America, nine right. to five. <laughs> you get your paycheck. Yeah. So you have to bill for your services, yes. right? And, yes. Yeah. And then keep track of that. Yeah. Which is a whole nother. It's like, like another whole running thing. Running my own business, basically. Yeah. No, but that's great. Yeah, but yes, QuickBooks is your friend. Yeah, I don't have that, so I probably need to get yeah, that. Yeah, you probably need it. Because then what happens, like, even with us, we do a little bit of endorsements, like, here. And it's not part of my usual yes. stuff. So we're like, wait, did we get paid for that TV appearance? Did we get paid for this? And then we go back and all look at each other like, wait a minute. So we have, like, a little spreadsheet. That's so I imagine it's that same idea that, yeah. oh, but the timeline for getting paid for it's this so is six all, weeks. It's so it's all over the place because I'm like, yeah. okay, invoiced for that, but did I get paid for that? And it's right. like – and there are – I think the key when you're freelancing is to have a few – uh, consistent streams of income, like I, women's right. wear, women's wear daily. Like I write for them a, f- a few times each month. Mm-hmm. And so I know like how much I'm getting from them. And that's like clockwork. Right. And then there are a few other ones that are just random here and there. Right. So, you know, figuring so, it out. So you, you put it all together. That's, that's cool. Actually. It sounds fun. It could be daunting. It's a little daunting. It could be daunting. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is nodding. He's like, I do freelance and I think it's daunting. Uh, yeah, you get it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is, um, your, so you're, do you have like a direction you're going in or this is what you want to keep doing or are you loving it? Is it your thing? I think, well, I'm really in, I'm growing a lot and I I was kind of thrust into freelance. Like I, it just happened over the pandemic and it kind of, I was planning to get another full-time job and, but it kind of just started snowballing and I'm enjoying it because Mm -hmm. I am growing a lot. I'm like finding new challenges. I'm like learning more about myself. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and you must be disciplined and self-motivated. I, I mean, I, I think, honestly, I'm hard on myself. But when I talk to other people, I think I'm pretty self-motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to keep track of everything. You have to get up. You have to ha- almost yeah. create your own structure. Yeah. Like nobody's telling you what time you need to be here, what mm-hmm. time you need to be there. And you have to like produce but quality, like you con- also, yeah. quality content and, and do all that like morning to night. It seems like um, I... I do better when there's like scheduled appointments. I have to be here for right. this appointment, for right. that appointment. So even if I wanted to have a freelance lifestyle, I know it doesn't work for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, what it is. You have to know what works for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have, you know, patient schedule, a podcast schedule mm-hmm. every other Monday. Like we have to make a system. Yeah. That's, but I guess that's that's your personality. So yeah. that's good. And it's interesting too, because now it's, I'm doing more things like this or there's like Instagram lives that are happening. Yeah. Uh, so I think like there's just so much more. I feel like I can do more. When Instagram I Live is now paid. They they monetized it, right? Oh, they did. I didn't know that. I think so. Not for everyone, but for some <laughs> people, I think you can get right. Yeah, you can get like microtransactions in it or something. Like you can. Oh, I think I heard about this. In the feed, like if, some, if somebody's watching, they can like give you ten bucks or something. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or, or scents. Like, you know, on TikTok, when you do a live, they can give you like a rose or a, a gift or whatever. Yeah. And then it adds up the, to a certain number of oh, dollars cool. by okay. the end of it. Okay, yeah. cool. So There's I way think, they're making it so easy to make money now on yeah, all these platforms. Yeah, they're making it and en- encouraging people to go and create more content yeah. and put more information out there. Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe that's something yeah, that you'll see that. on your thing, on your um, Another stream Instagram. of income. <laughs> yeah, another stream another of income. Another stream I of income. It. I love it. <laughs> that's how we think now. Yeah, no, it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. It's a bi- businesswoman. Yeah. So what are the what are the things that inspire you? What inspired you to do what you're doing? And do, is there someone that um, you think of or that you picture in your mind that it's so hard because I don't actually, I can't think of like one person that I'm like, oh my gosh, and you inspire me. Uh-huh. What I, I what inspires me and what I respect in people is are people that are no bullshit, people that are really straightforward yeah. and like brutally honest. Not, I think like that's something that I recognized about people that run their own businesses mm-hmm. is that they're like pe- men or women of their word. And so like what they say, they mean and what they mean, they say. Yeah. And so I really respect people that like, I can just, I can read them because they're being honest and they're right. giving like their honest feedback. So anyone that's kind of doing their, doing that, I'm respectful You're of. Sp- yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think also too. anyone, also anyone that's kind of has their purpose and is grinding and doesn't mm-hmm. need like the applause of social media and they're doing it anyway. Right, they're doing it. Yeah, I, like I think that there's a lot of people doing things just for the thrill of it. And I respect people that kind of just are keeping their head low and doing their thing. And like, yeah. they'll get the recognition later, but it's like not why they're doing it. There's a lot of people doing some pretty amazing things and they're just not into social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're doing life-changing, amazing things, mm-hmm. but they just don't have that desire to share or the skill to share yeah, or the bandwidth. Yeah. And so I I appreciate both the people that quietly do all that, but also the ones that are willing to take the time to share mm-hmm. in some ways. It's like, wow. We never even knew that that was a thing, yeah. you know, but I mean there's yeah. so many things it's we don't an, know it's anything a good ba- about. You know, it's a good yeah. balance. I think like but you, if they do it only for right, which I social think media people, recognition and not to actually bring something to light, like something yeah. of value. Yeah, right. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. There's, it's both sides of it. But yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people doing it for the wrong reasons. And that's not, especially when you look at the younger generation. Too, yeah. It's like they're a little lost. Because it's an end in itself sometimes. Yeah. So it's not like, here I am, I do this and let me share, let me share what I do with you, what I can do right. with you. Right. But instead it's more like, let me just create a following yeah like not I do something but yeah but it's like it's about getting the following and it's not about a, getting the following. and it's not yeah, about yeah. like hey I have something to share exactly. obviously if you have something worth sharing it's great to share but not everything needs to be shared <laughs> right. oh that's true too we, oversharing has been like a trend lately yeah it really has but you know I I take all of it I don't care <laughs> you know some people want to share everything their highs lows emotional stuff scars yeah. and sores and ostomy bags stuff like that I guess there's an audience other, for everyone though. yeah and other people are like no just the pretty stuff yeah and there's an audience like there's an audience for everyone. talking about some people want to talk politics I don't want to talk politics yeah. if you want to see politics don't come to my page because right, exactly. that's not what I have <laughs> so I think that's kind of nice right everyone kind of finding their own their way people. their own their own thing that they want to follow and mm-hmm. and that so do you have a mentor that you look up to that you I definitely have like I have people in my life that have been mentors at different periods in my life. 
if do you see other freelancers like and other other people who are on social media who do what you do and then you're like oh that's cool and I want to do be yeah. like that or do you just go the original way where you just do your own thing completely I def I mean I in my like uh, career where I was in like corporate America or I was like interning in fashion there mm-hmm. have definitely been people like along the way that have helped me and I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Right. But they're like for different periods of my life. Yes. Like uh-huh. one piece of advice I got when I interned at Bulgari on Rodeo Drive when I was in college, the girl I worked with, the VIP director, she was, she had said, people aren't going to remember what you say. They're not going to remember what you do. They're going to remember how you make them feel. So mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think I've always taken with me. Yeah. That's a great quote. Yeah. I love that quote. If we're talking about quotes, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think mentor wise, it's just anyone that's been like taken time to help me. To teach you. Yeah, to teach me. You need to be taught in different ways, especially writing. Yeah. And we're all in a different stage right now. Mm -hmm. And it's good to um, remember that whatever stage you've gotten to at Mm -hmm. this point, there's people behind you that need to be um, uplifted, pulled pulled forward. Yeah. Yeah. and then you can never lose anything by doing that. That's Absolutely not. And that's the thing too, is I feel like there are a lot of people that have helped me. So I, when people ask, ask for my help, I'm mm-hmm. really happy to give it just because that's kind of like the order of things. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I think that people sometimes are intimidated by someone who's gotten to a, a place in their career where they haven't reached yet. But mm-hmm. instead of being intimidated, they should be curious, yep. I tell them. Because people are often willing to share with you, like a lot more willing to share than you think they would be. Yeah. And if they're not, that's fine. You asked and they didn't share. But yeah. most of the time they will they will get take you under their wing and so, share with you. Someone yeah. also told me once they said, You're never gonna be criticized by someone doing less than you. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, usually in my experience, when you go to someone that has done more than yours, that more is has achieved more than you, they're right. willing to help because they know how hard it is to yes. get where they're at. Like, yes. so that's my experience is people that are up there, they know how hard it is yeah. to get there. So they're willing to and like. And the last person to criticize you. It's exactly. true. Exactly. It's true. Do you have like an inspirational quote that you love? I'm a big fan of inst- like Instagram uh-huh. quotes and I have like a bunch of folders in yeah. my, and so there's a lot of accounts that I follow. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think. Wise Ages. What? Oh, uh, I don't know if I follow them, oh, okay, but okay. like Young Pueblo or like oh. Create the Love, like just these, these like. People that are just really in touch and eloquently say, like, what you should be thinking about. I don't know. Just try to get your mind going in, yeah. the, in the positive direction. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, my mood changes every day. So I a, a different quote will inspire me from day to day. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, uh, there is one that's, like, <laughs> get, like, don't chase people. Get your, shit, uh, get your shit together and you'll run into them later. Or, like, things right, like right. that where it's, like. Focusing on yourself and your and building, and then you'll find your people when slick. Yeah. No, I like that because the truth is that when you're just so busy doing what you're doing happily, that seems to be when you find totally. the flow. Your people yep. that need to be in your life because you're happier mm-hmm. and you're settled. You're but, aligned. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, since you are a beauty editor, <laughs> uh, do you have any special beauty tips for us? I mean, I'm, I try a lot of things and I'm game to try a lot of things. I mean, I Botox filler. Um, I do a lot of like skin tightening, microneedling. I do. I mean, I, the amount of money that is spent on stuff that I do, again, I'm trying them as a part of my job. So I'm not spending money on them. Right. Uh, It's a lot of money. So I I can't, um, I can't tell people, oh, this is what you should do because I don't know if I would do all the things that, that I do. I do. Yeah, 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 if I yeah, had to yeah. pay out of pocket for yeah. it, that's, I mean, the truth. 
Uh, so, but, you know, but she's trying to say that <laughs> what she's saying is uh, that, you know, it is it is one of the beauty tips is to do injectables. And people are like, no, I want a non-procedural beauty tip. And I'm like, yes, we have tons of those too. But like, yeah. it really is nice to do a little bit of neuromodulator, Botox, Chavo, Zeoman, and Dysport are the four um, types that are now FDA approved. And you can get rid of wrinkles, get a little brow lift. There's so many things we can do. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen all that. Um, and then if you do a little bit of filler, a little bit of lips, a little bit of jawline, it's like a beautiful way to maintain and rejuvenate the skin. But uh, people, yes, not everybody can afford it. So it depends on your budget. Right. But you can definitely do baby Botox. There are times yeah. where you could see, um, but definitely don't watch, don't search for the bargain practitioner because sometimes that's when you <laughs> don't come out looking better, but you come out looking yeah. worse, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that and I mean, sleep, obviously. I get a lot of sleep. I yeah. like, I, I feel like I, when I used to, I actually live like in San Diego area now. Uh -huh. So when I lived in, L I was in LA for like 10 years. Yeah. And I, when I worked at E, I was like partying and, go, you know, I was in the chaos of the city. Yeah. And I was hanging out with the wrong people. And this is me in my young 20s. And I think like when you have that kind of environment around you, uh -huh. you don't look as young and fresh. And so I think <laughs> making like more adult decisions to like yeah. go to bed, go not to drink bed. as much, like things like that. Drink I think. water, eat yeah. healthy. Stop yeah. dating fuckboys, like things ah. like that. <laughs> Stop dating fuckboys. Yeah. That's a very good piece I mean, of advice. I would advice say that's a great us. beauty tip. That is a beauty tip. Less crying. <laughs> crying causes puffy less eyes. Less stress, less stress. Less stress. Yeah. I love it. So oh yeah, that was, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you don't date fuck boys, what kind of boys do you date? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like almost all of They're them all are. They're all fuck boys. Well, no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Can I even say that? Sorry. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> He's I mean, there, I don't know. I haven't found one yet. I'm thinking cowboy, Texas. That sounds yeah. like a nice vibe. I don't know. Oh, do one you like that I love cowboys. I love country music. Oh, you love country music. Anyone good. that doesn't have social media, I oh. feel like that's a good. There's a lot of guys who don't have social media. There are. Oh, tons. Yeah, I feel like guys most in, in general don't have. Well, and it. I think I have to I have to remember too like when I worked at E, mm -hmm. I was I was, you know, I worked at E. So like a lot of these boys from dating apps and things like they're like reality show wash-ups that think that like, oh, this girl's going to get me like uh, so there's a lot of I that see going on opportunists, opportunists like things like that. But when you're young, you're not thinking about that, you're having fun. So Yeah. But yeah. So it's been we're a ride. Gonna, we're we're are we are we are we still looking for the non fuckboy guy or is he already there? No, what? Did you find him yet? I didn't or not find yet? him. I'll oh, let okay. you know next time. Just I come so on, you guys I'll know, you. her handle is <laughs> Tay 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 Jean. <laughs> Tay Tay Jean. The problem is like when you're doing beauty stuff on your Instagram well, and talk I'm, about beauty, there's not. That it's, many I'm not guys that, that audience. Like, I'm yeah. attracting a, a different audience. Yeah, it's for a sure. different audience. But that is the audience I feel like for social media that you really want is the the one where there's consumers involved and exactly. they want to see what you have. And, then, and I really am at a point in my career where I, I really only want to share things that are valuable in right. the beauty sense that where I'm sharing my expertise, where I'm sharing what I have access to that other people don't. So. Yeah. Do you have stuff, a product or procedure that you feel was like exceptional other than Botox and filler? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah oh. I know, right? Uh, I mean, I've been doing, I did Morpheus 8, yeah. which I really, I mean, you're supposed to do like three of them. I've yeah. only done one. Uh -huh. um, 
for skin. T- you know, the, the one thing I did do that I was changed my skin was Accutane. Uh, <laughs> I know uh-huh, that's intense uh-huh. and I know that's like prescription only and I had really bad acne, yeah. but that like totally transformed my skin, tightened my pores. Like I, yeah. I would take it forever if I could because it, it makes my skin look so good. It is. But, you are not alone. So Accutane <laughs> is life-changing, especially for people who have really, really severe acne. It can be disfiguring, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And even in Calabasas for relatively mild acne, <laughs> If we can't get it under control with topicals and oral antibiotics, we'll get people started on Accutane. Yeah. It can be very, very uh, a confidence booster and life changing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, it's on a registry because it can cause you know yeah, yeah, if you get pregnant while or, you're taking yeah. it. So it's on a registry, so it's a little bit trickier to prescribe. But I think a number of years ago, they were trying to pull it off the market altogether. Oh. We're like, all the dermatologists were like, no, yeah, you can't do freaking that. Yeah, out, I'm you sure. You can't do that because we don't even anymore see acne here in the United States that like we used to mm-hmm. see back in the day because we use that drug. Yeah. It's really good stuff. Yeah. Good I mean, stuff. obviously it has risks and yeah. it's blood monitoring and But all it's that. basically a miracle. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a miracle kind for people that have severe acne. Yeah. Or even mild. Don't, not mild. Mild-ish, moderate. yeah. Moderate. Acne. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we can do the wheel. Okay. We're going to do the wheel because that's what we put everyone through who comes to the Dr. Beauty Ooh, podcast. Okay. I love it. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. So I'm going to hold it and okay. we're going to spin it. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Oh, wait. I didn't. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's, it's harder a, it's to a, spin than Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, favorite, favorite questions. <laughs> okay, favorites. So I'm so spoiled. Let's see. Favorite? Okay, are you ready? I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite step in your skincare routine? Favorite step is probably, I would say f- my last step is usually like face oil, just sealing everything. In. Ah, like I like face to look all, like a glazed donut. Oh, going to bed looking yeah. like that. You know, my the serum that I love we carry here called Melatonic. Uh-huh. Have you ever tried that with my Isden? Oh, my God. Is it it smells really good. Uh-huh. And you just want to take it. You're just like an on oil smear. Slick. Yeah. You go to bed, all greasy. Yes, I love, I love, it. I love, I love it. that too. And it smells good. And, you know, a lot of times like really effective skincare um, doesn't doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Um, that's like a little bonus. It has bakuchiol, which is uh, reduces pigmentation, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. And it also is like a retinol, but without the irritation. Okay. And it also has melatonin, which is um, great to use at night as anti-aging. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's your favorite self-care moment? My favorite self-care moment is probably at night. The oil? <laughs> so, well, you know, I actually, I, I actually use like, a diffuser every night. So I have, it's called, oh. it's by um, Neome. It's like a UK scent brand. They do uh-huh. like, they do their own essential oil blends. It's very popular in the UK. But uh-huh. they, I, they have like this diffuser and they have a sleep sense like oil. Mm. And I use that every night before I go to bed, which is so weird. I just started doing that like a month or two ago. Has it been helping you sleep? Um, it has. And I leave it on like while I fall asleep. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which, which do you remember which essential oil it is? It was, it's by Neome and it's called their sleep oil. Oh, oh, yeah. they have like probably they a combination. Have, they, yeah, they put, I don't even know what's I in see, it. Like, I probably see. Probably lava. It's beautiful, I see. but. <laughs> yeah, for sleeping, I just take like horse doses of melatonin <laughs> and now ashwagandha. Ooh. Have you ever taken ashwagandha at bedtime? No. Oh my God. It feels like, like you're knocked out. Out, I need which that. is what I need. <laughs> I need, need that. I try that. it. Okay. What's your favorite scented candle? What does it smell like? My favorite scented candle. 
all. It's a, I actually just wrote a story on scented candles for women's who are gayly. Yeah. Uh, the one I like right now is, I think it's by Le Jolie is the name of the brand. And uh-huh. it, it was like a coconut sugar kind of mm. vacation-y vibe. I, I really like a lot of different scents. But, yeah. But I like something that's not too overpowering mm-hmm. or anything that smells artificial. Not Same. for me. I end up doing a lot of linens, like linen scents. Oh, yeah, like clean. Yeah, something yeah. that smells really clean. And fresh, or, yeah. Um, I like Volus Spa. Yeah, I like Volus Spa, too. smells really I good. just got a Jenny Kane candle that was really pretty, too. It was, I've it, never tried it, that. It has like it had cedar in it, so it kind of had like a Christmassy vibe, but mm. it was really nice. <laughs> Love. What's your favorite nail shape? What I got going on right here. Ooh, it's all made. The pointy. My friend Brittany, she's um, Nails of LA on Instagram. She, I go to her once a month. I love it. Beautiful. She does. And it's, I love, they've Once grown, a month? They last a whole month? They last three and a I go every weeks. two weeks. Oh, nice. Are those your real nails? No, of course not. <laughs> These are mine now. I've are grown those them are out. yours? Yeah, I've grown them out. I mean, it has like a gel overlay. Yeah. But, but yeah, they're my real nails at this point. Oh my I, god! But it's but it's low maintenance because I literally only go once a month. But, that is really good. But once I like a month, almond I'm shape because it's very like feminine. And yes, it is. It's beautiful. Thank you. And I didn't even write that question, but uh. you just happen to have cool nails. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite brand that you've worked with? My favorite brand worked with. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. When I was at E, I did a lot of branded content. So I worked with like L'Oreal, Tresemme, these bigger beauty brands, which are really fun because you have a really big budget. And so you can go do get like hire out for lighting and for sets and things Uh like that. uh And you get to work with really cool experts. That's really fun. Um, I'm trying to think. I, and then I've also worked with like I just worked with this hair brand, Vietnamese hair brand called SHRD. Uh-huh. And I like working with smaller brands that I really like because it gives them more exposure. Yeah. And um, and they're really particular, like, about the type of content and, like, working together with you. And mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. fun. Um, but, yeah, I've, I mean, I've worked with so many different brands, but it's fun and everyone's different. So Every experience is different. For sure. It's good. Okay, so what's your favorite place to write? I have an office. I have a home office and I decorated it. It has kind of like a Miami vibe. I did Ooh. it. And I have like this hot pink flamingo chair, fake, nice. fake palm plants. Um, I have a beauty closet and beauty shelves. So it has it has a very like girly beauty vibe. Uh, but it's a mess because I get so many products and yeah. I pile them up planning to unbox and do videos and of mm-hmm. course don't get around to it. Mm-hmm. But that's typically where I work. Yeah. You Open know, the like- windows, lots of light. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. What city? What address? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> know, I'm right? just kidding. I'm joking. What's your favorite smoothie flavor? I actually don't like smoothies. I like ah! to eat my calories. I don't like to drink my calories. <laughs> Not me. I like chocolate. chocolate I do. Banana. I drink like a ton of coffee. I, I go to Starbucks like almost every day and I do a chai tea latte with soy Ooh, milk yum. and a shot of espresso. So that, that takes, <laughs> that's just as many calories. That's your drinking calories yeah. that you get in. Besides the drinking calories. Right, which, which is another one which that I enjoy. Which is another one. <laughs> <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy my wine. Yeah. Well, you're a writer. You can't not like alcohol, right? I, exactly. It Writers really helps, love alcohol. It helps with the flow. That's my, pre- <laughs> my preconceived notion. I like, you know. Since it, I read about Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> you just can't edit when you're drinking because you got the grammar has to be right? on point. So that you save that for a different time. What do they say? Write it while you're drunk. <laughs> and edit <laughs> Edit sober, right? Drunk and edit sober. <laughs> exactly. Sober. Love it. I love that. Okay, spin the wheel again. Okay, let's see. Ooh, free association. What's that? <laughs> okay, free association is where I say a word and then you 
Say the first word that comes to mind. Okay, oh God. Okay. Cheetah. Cat. Spicy. Hot. Skin. <laughs> Skin. Highlighter. Highlighter. Mm. Pilates. Me. <laughs> Me. She's a Pilates instructor. Where can we go take your classes? I mean, my classes are in Temecula. So that's like Temecula. very far. Is it in wine country? It is in wine country. So yeah. if you're going to plan a wine country day, come to Pilates in the morning and yeah. then hit the wineries. That way you get like at least burn some calories yeah, exactly. before you drink all the rest of your calories. Exactly. It's no accident in Temecula because you like wine. Huh? I like wine. Yeah. It's a, fun, it's a fun weekend spot. Do you ever do like a combination wine and Pilates class? We've actually done like some winery classes, some map classes there. and That'd be fun. It's really fun. A lot of people come. You literally bring your glass. You get a like a, fr- a glass with the ticket, yeah. sit it in the grass, sip it as you're doing your mat Pilates. It's Best. ideal, yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do, actually. <laughs> I love it. That sounds really fun, you yeah. guys. There's also, like, in Malibu, there's something called a Malibu Wine Safari. Yes, I've done that. Have you that. done that yeah, before? Yeah, I've done it. It's so fun. So, you guys, it's like retired animals that used to be on set, on TV and movie sets. And they basically are out in this, you know, open area mm-hmm. so you take a jeep and you drink wine and you it's say so hi to the animals it's so fun yeah i have never done it and everyone keeps telling me about it and i keep not setting it up i need to do that i need to do that <laughs> make it's on a my note. list i'm making a make note make a note i need a personal assistant i think we, we i think we decided that that's what you need i just found something to put on the list i can't believe it project based that's project based that's right that's right okay so in collagen Collagen, uh-huh. uh, skincare. Skincare. Yeah. Let's see. Do you journal every day? I don't actually. Oh, I you used don't? to. My my um one of my guests was telling me how journaling every day changed her life. Really, it's very important to do. And uh, we were talking about that book, The Artist's Way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so originally, when I read that book, I thought I was going to start journaling every day, but I just haven't done it. I'm I'm one of those people that like I have every intention of doing something like that, but then my day gets away from me. Yeah. And, like I I'm doing a million things at once, and I'm so scatterbrained. Uh-huh. It would probably help me to to take a minute and not yeah. be like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But that's how I live my life. So yeah, <laughs> so I can't slow down to journal. No, we're all we're all trying to be better. We're all trying to make goals for ourselves. Yeah, I think that journaling is almost like counseling in a way because mm-hmm. you actually have to write down things that you're thinking yeah. and actually see them on the page. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't do it. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, okay. So one more confidence, self love, self love. I love it. All right. Should we spin the wheel again? <laughs> Let's spin the wheel one more time. Okay. Let's see in what ways we could torture you. I know. Jelly beans. What is that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Okay, so we have this game that we play, uh-huh. and it is um, Jelly Bellies. Okay. And you spin a little wheel, another one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And basically, if you get a certain um, jelly bean, it's either going to be the tasty version of oh, it God. or the yucky version okay. of it. So oh my God. you spin this wheel. Okay. Let's see. Is it spinning? Yeah. That oh, was- that one went in the middle. Okay, look. So you got... You're either going to have a buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Oh, God. And this is your this is your jelly belly Which right one? there. This one? Look, she's getting a napkin ready in case. Okay, you oh ready? Oh, my God. Okay. Is she? Oh, I thought you went over there to get a What are the options towel? again? What are the options again? <laughs> so it's either going to taste like buttered popcorn or it's going to taste like a rotten they egg. They both sound awful to me. Oh, really? Buttered popcorn? 
or the other one. <laughs> can I Which one? Yes, you can spit it out. <laughs> it's a rotten egg. That's horrible. We're going to have to give her water. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Sorry. No, it's okay. I have to. You're like, now you have to eat one. That's that's foul. Okay, I don't even I know how they came. One. I don't even know how they came up with that. Oh no! <laughs> Rotten egg. That's like so gross. How did they even make that? I don't even know how they came up with these things that's, because I know. they really have like the very accurate flavors. It's horrible. Mm. No, thank you. Thank you, Jelly Belly. Yeah. <laughs> I never get a good one. I have never gotten a good one. Do you think they're all bad ones? They're probably all bad. I'm they're probably <laughs> all bad ones, right? And oh, they smell bad. Well, aren't you glad you came on the I'm Dr. So, Beauty this podcast? This is so fun. <laughs> this was so, I had no idea what to expect, but this is so nice. Hmm. I'm glad. Yeah, I am. Well, thanks for joining us and tell us where to find you on social media again. So, yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, social is Tay Tay Jean. I'm on Instagram pretty much. So, that's where to find me. Love it. That's a wrap, babies.